everyone. This is episode 80.1. It's wow. not season nine. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. And uh, as you already heard, we got Derek back on. He hasn't been on since like episode 20, I think. So it's wow. been over a year. Yeah. Hi. No, it's pro- it's been like before that, I think. Because we, um, no, 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 that's right. You were on with me and Eddie one episode. And then I brought you on for a Warcraft only episode with Avery. Do you remember that? Yeah. I'm only a lot allowed on every 30 episodes. <laughs> it's like a court order. Yeah, that's it. You're only on on like even episodes that land on a Sunday or something like that. That's it. I'm not allowed any, any other time. So yeah, I just wanted to do a, I don't know, short-ish, kind of normal length episode, a little something in between seasons to catch up because I always like talking and about dumb stuff and with you I feel like I can talk about whatever and we can just talk for hours and yeah, it's always yeah, like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I can talk about anything. Video games. We were just talking about The Office. My coworker told me to start watching um, some show on Netflix called uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh, yep. We actually had a one of our first episodes was us talking about that show. Really? Yeah, I only saw like an episode and a half, but now that Netflix, you can download um, shows, oh, yes. I'm yes. going to start watching it at work, I think. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome they changed that. Like, and I it's never like would have expected that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I never why I'm doing it. Expected that. It's it's pretty cool. But yeah, so I started watching Peaky Blinders a little bit. It's a good show. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I like I like uh, the whole setting of it. But then I just ended up watching The Office again. <laughs> I got like <laughs> As you always do five episodes in and yeah, just started watching The Office again. Yeah, like you you've watched it like seven or eight times at this point. I think I don't right? know. It's it's been too much. I don't know why I go back to it, but it's such a good show. <laughs> When you watch it, do you watch all the way through, or do you stop after Michael leaves, or does it depend? No, I watch all the way through. Because you like the seasons even when Michael is left? Yeah, 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 totally. I watch it all the way through. I think it's good all the way. I like how, like, right now, Andy just got back from pain or anger management. <laughs> yeah. And after he, he like, just started getting... Wall, right? Yeah, yeah, he just started getting <laughs> angry again. But I like the episodes where he is uh, like in charge after Michael leaves. Those yeah. are still pretty good to me. And like Pam and Jim still aren't really together yet. Oh really? Yeah. Jeez, yeah. It takes them until like the season finale of season three, right? Or or more than that, I can't remember. So I've been watching that, and I'm gonna watch Peaky Blinders at some point. And I watched yep. this show called um, The Crown. Yeah, that, that's um another one I want to check out because I finally started watching Narcos. Uh huh. And I'm like, geez, is like every Netflix original amazing or something? Because I saw The Crown and I like the uh, idea behind it. I should probably download that too and check it out. Yeah, they're pretty good. And The Crown is about um, Queen Elizabeth and yep. the the one that's queen right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she but is it's, old. <laughs> but it's like when she just became queen, right? <laughs> yeah, she's I think in her like. Yeah. Late teens, maybe early 20s in the show. Yeah, exactly. So even though she's still God, queen she's currently, old. like, this is like a timepiece. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> how young she is. Yeah, it's... I've only, I only saw one episode, but it was really interesting. It's pretty wild, like, the parliament or whatever. They're right. all, Did, they're all uh, you know, they've been around since the beginning of the country. Which is, like, thousands of years old. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Have you watched Narcos yet or no? Only... Uh, maybe like halfway of the first season. It's really good. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised I waited so long to watch it, because I just finished the first season today, and it's awesome. It's really good, and it uh, it really portrays Pablo really well. 
Yeah. Because at the and time in the country, he was like, he was a criminal, but he was like a pretty respected man. Yeah. In the, like people in saw him as a saint. <laughs> yeah. He was, uh, he was a household name. You know, like, that's exactly what he was. He was a household name. It wasn't really in a bad way. Yeah. And like, it also shows like how from his perspective, like he sees like what he's doing is like just what you're supposed to do when you are who he is. And then like, yeah. it'll cut to the DEA and you're like, oh no, this dude is like, he's so messed up. He's like killing people left yeah. and right. Yeah. Yeah. I like when it cuts, I like the DEA episodes a lot because mm-hmm. it shows both, both, uh, stories. So you're playing WoW right now? I just got off. I wasn't really doing much. I was just uh, checking out my class all. I haven't played WoW in a long oh. time. You know, I didn't even hit level 100, I don't think. You did on your Warlock, not your that Rogue, On my though. Warlock, yeah. I totally yeah. I forgot. My Warlock was just, um, I wasn't, that wasn't fun, though. Like, I played my Warlock just because that was my uh, main, but when your I created my main. Rogue, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get to level 100. But I think I'm like 95 or something, right. something like that. You could probably get there pretty fast now because I think they nerfed the experience that you need it to was go a to lot. 100. Maybe I'm level 99. How come you haven't played? You just don't have as much time anymore, right? Yeah, I don't have as much time. I can't I can't dedicate hours to playing it, even though yeah. I really want to. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be able to play for three, four hours on my day off, and that was it. You know, I'd, I'd play the whole day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I will play again at some point, you know, just to play the new expansion and whatever expansions come next. Your account's always going to be there. Yeah. It's in it's in uh, Legion right now, right? Yes, that's the most recent. So, have they, to- have they talked about what's coming after? Oh, God, no, because it hasn't even been a year. Is the last boss going to be... Uh... Uh, Sir Jairus? I'm pretty sure the last boss is going to be the, the Avatar. Right. Because it can't be Sargeras. It's, Sar- it's Sargeras, right? <laughs> yeah, I th- that's what I say, Sargeras. Can't be him yet, because he's like the ultimate bad guy. And the fact, in his natural form, he's like bigger than the planet. <laughs> yeah, he's like the size of a universe. <laughs> so I don't know like how exactly we would fight that. It would just be, I don't know, it feels so lame if you fight the real Sargeras and yeah. you beat him and like then what you know what could possibly be bigger than that other than like the um the dark void the, yeah the dark god well no I think like the oh you void, mean the, the like the shadow lords yeah but like, like that's not even real you know there's really no like existed in game yet no they haven't so it was it's I mean I just I read a little bit of that book um the chronicles Oh my god, such a good book. I need to finish it. I actually just saw it the other day, and I was like, oh god, I yeah. gotta finish it. It's so good. I think I'm like three quarters away. And they talk about the Void. Or the, what are they? The Shadow Lords? They're Void Lords, the Shadow Lords, something like that. Yeah, so how could they possibly... You fight Sargeras, and then you beat him, and like there's three phases like in every boss, and then you beat him, and then you get some crappy loot. Yeah, exactly. Like, when you fought, like, the Lich King, I kind of felt that way. Like, it's too easy. It was, at the time, it was nice, because you finally got the closure of the entire storyline, but definitely looking back, you're like, man, like, I wish it could have been more, because it was built up for years and years, and then it was there, and then, like, before you know it, he's already dead, and you're in Cataclysm. And then you can (laughs) solo him. 
<laughs> like it's I crazy. could, I could probably go and do it now, and finish it by the time we're done recording. Like that's how easy it is at this point. Yeah, that's crazy. I did like um, Ice Crown a lot though in Wrath of the Lich King because um, that's when I was raiding a lot. And yep, same. They came out like all the different tiers came out. Like one week it was this one, and then two weeks later it was like the what was it the plague hall and then the next one it was yeah. the blood and then the next one was the frost yeah and then lich king from then on i think that's how they've been doing it oh really yeah because so i know I th- all raids have been tears but i didn't know they were releasing them like they did it with in Crown. wings yeah i'm pretty sure that's what they've been doing if not that's what they do for lfr but yeah that's definitely something that icc like made a precedent for and it's good because it keeps people from blowing through it within the first week right which is what they want and it made guilds actually like have to compete with each other i remember being an icc and you like try to defeat some trash and you're just talking in the general chat of icc with other guilds like (laughs) trash talking or whatever you know i remember that with uh anixia like people would be sitting in there and they'd be like hey anyone need like a dps (laughs) yeah yeah and yeah it's the game has changed so much since then but i don't want to dwell like entirely on warcraft this um this episode so you said uh before we started recording you saw cloverfield lane 10 cloverfield lane yeah i want like i said i tried <laughs> to watch um arrival yeah but well, i wasn't successful in that so i watched 10 <laughs> cloverfield lane and that one was really good see i, uh, I watched the first i watched cloverfield when i it think came i saw out. that in theaters i saw it in theaters and it I'm was pretty really sure i cool. did it was like, good most people didn't understand I don't know, didn't enjoy it, but I thought yeah, it was Yeah, really it got cool. some pretty mixed reviews from what I remember. It's It was, like, left open, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was not as cut and dry as people were probably expecting. They were probably expecting, like, a monster movie, but yeah. it wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't a monster. They weren't creating a new monster franchise. It was just, like, a sci-fi, like, hidden camera, or, like, low budget, cam. The low-budget uh, camera sci-fi. So it was weird. Yeah. It was different. But it was good. And mm-hmm. then 10 Cloverfield Lane was definitely one of those movies where you go and you like just research what is this movie even about? Like, mm-hmm. What's going on? All I saw was the trailer for it and I was like, yep, I'm going to see that. And I remember um, Eddie himself was talking about it and he was really excited for it when that was coming out. And I don't know if he's seen it yet because that's why i haven't been able to talk about it but yeah i saw it a while ago and off the bat like what would you rate it out of 10 lanes how many <laughs> lanes would you give it well okay so first when i saw the trailer i wanted to see it because of john goodman alone and yeah. he played such a good role in it so creepy so uh, psychotic and weird but like he's kind of like a guy you might know i mean yeah. i know a guy that could be like him like weird because mm-hmm. i like how he keeps referencing that he has weird conspiracies. Yep. And he's just the kind of dude that acts on it. You know, yeah. he spent his whole life... He takes the conspiracies a step further than a normal person would. He sees them as conspiracies, but he sees them also as reality. Ethan like he sees knows... it as conspiracies, but yeah. John Goodman sees it as, like, he's... Like he said, he prepared his whole life mm-hmm. for what was happening. Yeah, so, like, he knows it's, like, weird, but at the same time, he doesn't care. Because to him, it's real. Yeah, he's protecting or he thinks he's protecting he's Mm -hmm. he's weird his part alone was just amazing 
I would say, I don't know, I think I'd give it a, like, 7 or 8 out of yep. ten, 7 or 8 lanes out of 10 lanes. Yeah, I was going to say probably about an 8 out of 10, and um, we're going to probably spoil the hell out of this, so... But you can know. you really spoil it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you can. You can. I th- <laughs> you can, I think, but... It's it's one of those movies again where like it just leaves it so it like answers questions but it leaves it open for more and it's but directed you, by J.J. Abrams so you know that yeah. this could go on forever and but you can't deny it no it's not directed by J.J. Abrams I'm actually looking at the IMDb it's directed by Dan Trattenberg I don't know who that is I'll look at what he's directed he's um, oh, I direct- thought it was J.J. Abrams this whole time <laughs> you're like man I don't even care about this anymore <laughs> I was like this explains it. So who JJ Abrams isn't in it. He oh he produced it. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, he produced yeah. it. And he's making So after I got done watching it, I mean of course I looked up even more and there's oh, right. yeah. there's gonna be more movies in the same Universe. Universe. That's what he said. It Ten Cloverfield Lane is the same universe but not the same timeline. Oh no, yeah. I I definitely saw it as like the aftermath of Cloverfield. You saw it as like, the aftermath? Yeah, I saw it as, like, Cloverfield happened, the monster got out of New York, and they, like, nuked the hell out of the East Coast. It started during Cloverfield, and then, like, when she wakes up in the bunker, like, this is the aftermath. And John Goodman predicted it. And so, mm. like, like the fallout and all the crazy stuff is because the monster was getting out of hand, and so they wanted to nuke the East Coast. That's how I saw it. Wait, so that mean that would mean it's kind of, kind of in the same timeline then. Yeah, like it it starts right as Cloverfield is kind of like climaxing, and then like as it goes on, it moves like after the original Cloverfield, like right. after the monster is already dead and stuff. But now like it's dealing with the effects of nuking the area. But yeah, right. I, I like I always have loved uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, the main actress of this yeah, movie. Yeah, dude, she she did great in that movie. Yeah, and like she does such a good job because I think the way she reacts is how anyone would react. You're super freaked out and scared, and then like you kind of get to know them, and then suddenly you're like, well, maybe what they're saying is true, and like maybe I can trust them. And then he flips, and you realize he killed a girl. I don't even know who this guy is anymore. Again, and so you freak out, and you're trying to escape again. Yeah, well, it was perfect because she played, you know, us. You know, she has the whole idea, the whole time, she had no idea what was going on. Yep. Even when the chick was at the window, that showed a little bit, but she still had no clue what was really going on. Yeah, because that was just one girl, and, like, that could have just been a crazy person, or what he was saying is true, and so, like, that kind of... But still sp- what he was saying is still, like, There's some know. truth to it. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, that's what kind of made her go, like, all right, maybe I should trust this guy. Maybe he isn't as crazy as he seems to me. But then he goes crazy. He goes crazy because they kind of find out about how he killed some chick, and they, you know, <laughs> he doesn't yeah. really like that. He's he's not a good character to begin with. But, yeah, like, I when I was first watching it, I was like, man, like, I did not expect at all where this plot was going to head. Yeah, because me neither. Just the fact, oh yeah, he actually did do it, and like he is not happy about it, and they find out about it, and they're not gonna really survive finding out about it. So I yeah. can't wait for the next one because I was doing some reading on the next one, and it's called, um, or it's a, the placeholder name. I don't know if it's the name for sure yet. Yeah. Because they did the same thing for Ten Cloverfield Lane. The name is called uh, the God Particle. 
Oh God! And people are talking that, or they're talking about how it's going to be about the the large hard-on collider, <laughs> the you know that atom splitter thing. Hard. The hard-on collider. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, it's like the hydrogen collider. I don't know if it's called that. Hadron. There we go. Hard on. Yeah, H A D. No, a hard on collider. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's hadron. H A D R O N collider. Okay, well, people are talking about that is going to be in the movie. Right. And what's going to happen is that people think that the God particle is a is a predecessor of um, these two movies. Uh huh. And they messed up in the in the collider and it opened up a black hole which brought the, those monsters to earth oh, really yeah and i think that's that's a pretty interesting theory because i don't know if you caught in 10 cloverfield lane when john goodman is talking or i think ethan is talking about what john goodman did he uh he says he worked on satellites in the navy and then in cloverfield the satellite that fell from the sky into the ocean woke up the uh, monster that's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, it's very, like, thought out. It's not just some, like, hacked together thing. It's, yeah, it's like little connections, like very small little connections, I think. I didn't know, I didn't think about your theory, though, that, um, it's, that sounds like it's the same timeline where John Goodman saw the attack happen, so he went to that, his bunker. Yeah, that's why he knew to go to his bunker, because, like, he... If he was in the military and he was in the Navy, like, he obviously had some insight to what was going on. And so he knew eventually something was going to happen. And then something happened, and he was like, well, I am out. <laughs> and if he was in, yeah, if he was in the Navy back in the day, he, and he worked on those satellites, then he knew something was going on. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I guess they're going to do uh, a movie a year. One movie a year in this universe. Oh, really? Yeah. When is, uh quote-unquote god particle supposed to come out 2017 oh nice yeah yeah because 10 cloverfield lane came out in 2016 Mm-hmm. so they want to do one every year now i feel like cloverfield lane kind of like went under the radar it was a really good movie like i think my dad just got it on a red box and then one night we just sat down and watched it and i was like where did this movie come from it was so good yeah i remember when it came out i didn't really want to like I didn't know much about it. I didn't want to go watch it. And people were oh, saying yeah. it wasn't about Cloverfield at all. And they don't know why they mm-hmm. called it that. I mean, obviously, there's some connection. Yeah, because... It was a good uh, movie. Again, suppose at the end how... Uh, I can't remember the Mary Elizabeth's character's name, but like... She Ramona. Gets, yeah, she gets picked <laughs> up by... Um, she gets picked up by the aliens. Like, yeah. And I... Yeah, what you were saying, how it's like pretty open-ended. Like, is she dead? Is she just getting abducted like mm. what's gonna be happening to her no what happened i just watched it yesterday so it's fresh in my mind okay yeah. what happened it's, was it's been a while since i watched it wait no doesn't she get away from the aliens she escapes the bunker she pushes that barrel on john goodman he melts half of his face yeah but he's, he's still alive and he's chasing her and, what, and whatever yeah. and then she goes to the crawl space or the vents and gets out mm-hmm. she puts on her little suit her hazmat suit yeah and goes then she out. goes out there and it's fine she breathes because she sees the birds and it's fine. Yeah. So you're like, what's going on? Was all of this, none of this was real or what? Yeah. Like, okay, now you're back to the side. Okay, he was definitely lying again. Yeah. 
an explosion happens. The ex- the bunker explodes. Yeah, because all the acid finally like leaked out. Yeah, the bunker explodes, and then the alien ship sees that explosion mm-hmm. and goes towards her. And she's right. like, "Oh shit, what is this thing?" And uh, it's going towards her, and I and it sprays the gas. I think. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if that's what happens, but she it sprays the gas, and she's running. She runs to the the shed, and that alien like worm thing gets really close to her. Yeah. And then she runs to the car, and then the alien like rips off her uh, her mask, and then yep. it carries her to the thing to the ship. Oh yep yep. And then she throws the Molotov cocktail, and it explodes the big ship. ship. Yeah, because it has like a mouth that it's like gonna it's like feed breathing. it into. Yeah. yeah, and she throws it like directly into that. I remember. Yeah, that now. she made a really good shot. And then uh, <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah, she and then she falls, and then she wakes up, and then she starts leaving. And then on the radio, she hears, "If you're alive and you can help us, then mm-hmm. go to Houston." If you're alive and, like, don't want to help us or something, it's go to Baton Rouge. Yeah. So she goes to Houston yeah. to help. And uh, then in the lightning, you see in the lightning, another ship appears. So you see, like, there's more mm. ships. This isn't it. Yeah. She didn't it's kill not the just, main ship. Yeah, it's not just, like, the one, like, rogue incident. Like, yeah. This is a coordinated thing from whatever is invading. So you think that Cloverfield, which happened in New York, right? Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen anywhere else. In the Cloverfield movie, no, it seemed like an isolated incident. But if the Ten Cloverfield Lane is playing out how I think it is, like it seems like the New York was just like the very start of it. Yeah. So yeah, I think that the monster in Cloverfield is just the one terrorizing New York, and then there's other yeah. ships in other places like Houston or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And just the that John Goodman's character like found out through his connections or whatever about the one in New York and so that's why he decides to shut it down. Yeah. That's why that's when he decides to go and he's to go in his bunker. Mhm. Yeah, it was that was a good movie. Yeah. And then like, you know, speaking of the conspiracy theories and stuff like that, we both listened to this podcast last podcast on the left. Yeah. And like <laughs> I've been listening to it for I don't know how many months. Like my brain is just like <laughs> like destroyed from all this I feel this like I know crazy... a lot of useless stuff. A lot of like weird things. But that... a lot of cool things too. It's very cool, but it's like I have no time to ever like talk about it. <laughs> I well, you know how they talk about in that podcast how like they'll bring it up to they'll bring up random shit to people like serial killers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like... I do that now. Whenever yeah. I I do that a lot. I that stuff is so interesting. I think it's about, fascinating. Yeah, it's very interesting. And then, you know what I found is, like, when you talk to people about that stuff, a lot of people know about serial killers. They know about, like, the big names, definitely. Yeah. But then you get to talk about the stuff they did because of what we know. Yeah, like, the details and, like, yeah. how they came about and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite is the, uh, well, I've, I don't know, I've always been interested in, like, how the brain works and how it deals with, uh, like, trauma- traumatizing uh, times. Yeah, and, like, how like how you are as a child and what happens to you in your childhood, childhood plays, like, such a dramatic effect on the rest of your life, and you have no control over it. Yeah, and, like, just the way that you're, you are and how you deal with things will shape you. Mm-hmm. You know, the way you're raised is everything. It's 
crazy. Yeah. And these people, like, something is wrong with it. I think something is wrong with them. Yep. Like, something in their brain is different, but they're still, like, they're raised a certain way. And it yep. triggers that even more. It's like who their parents are defines who they're going to be for the rest of their life. And, like, whether they want to get away from it or not, like, they have no say in it. Like, there's so many killers, like, again and again. They are who they are because they're parents, and, like, a lot of the time it's their mother, and they, like, kill people just like their mom because subconsciously they're trying to kill their mother, and yeah. they, have no, they have no control over it because that's just, like, that's just the hand they were dealt, and they're stuck with it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's always the mom. It's always the mommy issues. It's, like, I would say probably 90% of the time, at least the serial killers, they have, like gone over that's the majority of it and yeah like you said it's it's really interesting and it's a there, i mean there's a reason why it's always men that are serial killers because it's the moms exactly you know? and yeah. and because a lot of the serial killers link their killings to sex mm-hmm. and that's all i think that is more um i don't know i, I guess men can uh link weird things to it like they typically like develop the sexual drive and urges like earlier on and that's when like they're being abused the most and so it just like it's all messed up and that's when it gets messed up and then they're still young and mm -hmm. they do something that gets them off Mm -hmm. we something bad and it just gets worse and worse and worse like with uh gary ridgeway the green verkiller who killed like 70 plus Oh, prostitutes. Yeah. Like, he specifically cites how, like, his mom would, like, bathe in his backyard, and, like, he would be so confused and conflicted about that because he'd be getting, like, aroused, and he mm. knew it wasn't right. And because of that, he grew, like, such, like, resentment towards his mother, and that's what fueled, like, his aggression towards women and anyone he saw as, like, promiscuous. Yeah, yeah, that's what he hated was the promiscuity. Yeah, just, like, any woman that was, like, unmarried but still, like, dating men. It's, like, so, like, just beyond messed up. Yeah, and there's a lot of, they talk about a lot of the dudes that are kind of like that. Like, they hate the whores and they hate the the harlots. Yeah, like, there's a name for it. It's, like, the righteous killers or, like, the prophet killers, something like that, where, like, they specifically... Excuse me. They specifically target like prostitutes and women like that because they have like an agenda or something. Yeah, they think they're cleansing the world of. <laughs> yeah. And these so, and their eyes, harlots. It's right because they're doing it to like prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like playing. They're like playing God, and then yeah, it's weird. And you know what else is really interesting about um, the serial killers is like the, uh, I guess like the politics behind it and the mm-hmm. the police because like. It seems like all the time the police could have uh, prevented it. Yeah, in some I would way, say but like it's, they don't. Maybe like seventy, eighty percent of the time, it's like there. There's a lot of evidence pointing to one person, but because most of the time the serial killers are covering, like the serial killer as a phenomenon isn't really well accepted at the time, and so police just straight up ignore like crucial evidence, like the fact that they're all happening within the same area, mm-hmm. or it's like maybe the person that's killing them doesn't actually know who they are because at the time, like they didn't understand that concept like why would just someone kill a complete stranger that has nothing to do with yeah and it's i would say i don't know most of the time when serial killers are caught at least like 
pre-80s. It's just luck. Like, they just happened to catch the right guy. Like, Son of Sam, I know you love that guy. He got caught because of parking tickets. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he, Yeah, he got caught, and he knew he was caught at the time. But he thought he was caught for the killings, but the cops are like, who is this kid? Like, we're just trying to, like, do the parking tickets. And he's like, yep, you caught the son of Sam. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's interesting to me is, uh, what, like you said, they they have evidence, but, like, not enough. But the thing is, is they're not communicating with other yeah with other um, counties especially inside the in, same state. Especially big cities like L.A. and New York. Yeah, they're not communicating at all. Mm-hmm. They just want they want the um, all the credit for yeah. cracking the case or whatever. Yeah. Like, just because of that, like someone like Son of Sam or the Boston Strangler or the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, like the reason that they're not communicating is why they were able to like go on for as long as they do, and it's just like it's fascinating to listen about because I'm like, what if that's how it is now? And, like, what if there are, like, this many serial killers happening right now? It's just the police aren't talking about it because they don't know who it is. Well, I think they say that there's, there's like, 12 at any given time. Yeah, but they also say, like, there isn't that many happening currently, and that's why all of the people that they talk about on this podcast are, like, a couple decades old. Like, I, who is the most recent serial killer that they've talked about? I don't know. It's like I mean the thing is the now 90s. is the yeah is is like the spree killers. Exactly. Yeah, that's what like serial killers have evolved into is someone like the postal office killers or like yeah. college shoot up killers, things like that is the like people what... that just create a bunch of terror in in mm-hmm. a couple hours. Right. Which is another thing that's really interesting is how how the media portrays uh the serial killers yeah you know in the 70s 60s 70s and 80s like the serial killers were the boogeyman the thing you should be Mm -hmm. afraid of and they always made it seem like oh he's after this kind of woman or like Mm -hmm. this kind of man so yeah be be afraid if you're this kind of person yep and they changed it to the spree killers i mean who knows i mean there probably is serial killers killing people right now because they say it's like three kills me and serial killer, technically, and they yeah, have to go on over, a cooldown period or something. Yeah, anything over three kills, and there has to be a cooldown of over a week, I believe, is like the... That's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like very specific about it. The, but, it's, the cooldown that they do is really like bizarre. Yeah, it's like, what's the reason behind it? But it's because they're, <laughs> they're literally insane, and like, they're like... In my mind, the reason they're having a cooldown is because they're trying to, like, come to terms with the fact that they finally lost it, and they're insane, and they gotta rationalize it, and they're attempting to fight off whatever demons they're, they have in their head. But they can't. Exactly. Yeah, yeah the demon can't. always wins. Yeah. Because it's, it's related to, like Robert California says, it's all sex. It's all related <laughs> to sex. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Something goes off in their mind and they can't, like, they can't itch that itch. It just keeps yeah. getting itchier. <laughs> and w- what I think is, like, the worst part about it is typically the media because they always try and, like, sensationalize it and, like, it creates some sort of, like, cult 
and following behind people like serial killers and I never see it as that like I always see serial killers as the monsters they are they're always terrible people yeah they're whatever, awful whatever like justification they have in their head it's never correct whereas the media like they always try and spin it and like there's like tumblr pages for serial killers but it's just to me it's just like that is what fuels other serial killers or like other spree killers like they see this media revolve around like terrible news yeah and they want to be a part of that and they want the recognition and it's just they also like they're not just a serial killer podcast they also talk about like conspiracy theories and like real life stuff like they go into the 9-11 conspiracy theories and they talk about how the media like changed forever after that yeah well i Which... love the i love the conspiracy theories and oh yeah one really interesting thing to me is um the uh columbine and yeah that changed they say that they that changed america on like a on a local scale on a National, micro local yeah micro changed you know high school and mm-hmm. the parents of the high school kids forever yep. and then 911 changed the international level or the yeah. world you know and that, uh, that was on the macro scale yeah and what you're saying with how they sensationalize man i think columbine really did change everything because mm-hmm. it was all all the stuff about them being the emo goth kids and they were getting to the jocks yeah that was all fake they weren't mm-hmm. killing jocks they were just killing whoever but they were tr- they had to make like a hero story out of it right and people would sim- they want people to sympathize with the antagonists because mm-hmm. it keeps people entertained yeah. to see that an antagonist does have feelings but they didn't they were monsters like they didn't have yeah. any feelings it's because like they're they want to make a story because a story like they can have arcs they can have like more stuff happen afterwards and it's like if it's just like you give them the facts how is the news going to report on that yeah for weeks and weeks they need to keep people entertained clicking it's just entertainment really you know because i I, I mean we were young for columbine but i remember i mean i've always been kind of aware of like it's just tv is weird and it's all entertainment but i'm sure even before that i'm sure the serial the we see it with the serial killer stuff, that was all entertainment news, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they they create cults. Like the Night Stalker had a huge cult, and mm-hmm. people talk about um, what's his name being good looking. What's that killer's name? Uh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. It's yep. always about like him being attractive, and like mm-hmm. just, they always create their own little uh, story that they yeah. want to. And someone like uh, Charles Manson, which I know you like you really like the they did a three part series yeah, on yeah. that guy yeah and like how he had like a like a mega cult surrounding him when he constantly he's... had a cult <laughs> like his entire thing was because he was like a leader of a cult and he's like the ugliest like shortest dude yeah i've ever known he's weird man like he uh he constantly <laughs> had people coming in and out like they talk about he, when he had his bus Mm-hmm. In the desert, and there was constantly like thirty people leaving. Yeah, thirty plus 40 people coming on, and so on and so. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's like I could barely like get thirty of my friends together. Like I could, I think I have like maybe a dozen or so friends, and it's just like tripling that and getting them to believe like the world is coming to an end. Like I don't even know where to begin it's with crazy. something like that. And it was all just drug fueled nonsense. Yeah just anti-government because that's what was happening at the time yeah it's, um, it's interesting i like the i like the conspiracy theories that's too. that's why i like it because it's like it's not something i think about 
on a day-to-day -day basis and it's not something that I have to interact with normally and so it's like a break from the norm that's what I like because it's like the the macabre it's this it's not something you'd normally deal with so it's nice hearing about like what is out there yeah it, it's it, it puts it, perspective on your life yeah I mean it opens more opens more stuff for you to think about yep you know because there's so much shit going on that you don't even know about mm-hmm I like I really like when they talk about like the government, yeah. weird government shit. Like I really like the MK Ultra episodes mm -hmm. because it's like maybe you don't you don't really know. Yeah, I really like those ones, and um, the nine eleven ones probably my favorite. Yeah, um, I like the uh, the uh, Om Shinrikyo episodes. I think oh, those yeah. are those are pretty amazing. <laughs> oh um, yeah, those are good. I love the Chemtrails episode because I think it's one of the most like lighthearted. That one's hilarious. Now, when every time I see those grids in the air, yeah. I'm just like, Chemtrails, man. I'm just imagining like Henry Henry Zabrowski like yelling at the top of his lungs. And they play the YouTube videos of people recording airplane <laughs> gas, and people really believe that that is like changing you <laughs> yeah like that is like why people are dying at the age they do because the government is like capping how old people live to dude people will believe anything like you said om shinrikyo mm -hmm. he had the richest of the rich believing in some yeah. anime manga nonsense <laughs> like they Wizardry. Uh, they mentioned it like at the height of their career or their organization they were over their net worth was over a billion dollars that's insane it's a billion cult that's trying to kill people yeah a cult that is trying to start the end of the world like they were doing stuff that was attempting to kill tens of thousands of people at like, one time yeah in like very very popular first world countries like yeah it's just i just don't even i don't get what kind of mindset you need to be in to allow yourself to go into that, you know? Yeah. I mean, they did they did kill a lot of people. And they did it in a really gnarly way. <laughs> yeah, probably the worst way. I don't want to dwell too much on that cuz I don't know how interested people listening will be about that and you got to go relatively soon. So, let me let's jump into Warcraft the movie. Mhm. Mm so, we saw that opening night. Did it was opening night? Um, Thursday night, yeah, Thursday night before it opened, yeah. Wow, that was an awesome movie. Um, yeah, what do you, do you think it was, like, true to the lore and stuff like that? Well, I think that, uh, I think they, they had to, I think they had to cater to, obviously they catered more to the players. Yeah. Definitely, and they did a really good job with that, but they also had to cater a little bit to widespread audience. So like they crammed a lot of stuff in one. Yeah, it, it was kinda, a kind of got some things got lost. It was a tough balance. I think that they did a good job. But yeah, it was like they wanted to get they wanted to reward the people that watched it, but also get people that don't know about it into it, you know? Yeah, they did a great job of it. Like you like you said just now, they got people into it that don't know about it and hopefully mm -hmm. they caught I think I mean they caught plenty of fans, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I read so many threads about people watching the movie and then they started playing wow. Um like I had Brittany, Chris and Eddie all watch it and we talked about it on an episode. And for the 
all of them were like, it was a good movie. It wasn't great, which I don't think it was a fantastic movie either. But they were all like, yeah, it was a good movie. But, you know, I can definitely, I follow along with the story. I had some questions, but it's easily answered. So I'm, I'm pretty happy and I'm very excited to see where they go next because it definitely made well over the budget. So I don't see why they wouldn't make a sequel at this point. Yeah, I think they did a great job because... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think they they gave it what it... I mean, creating a Warcraft movie is hard, I'm pretty sure. There's so you know, much lore. <laughs> there's so much lore. I think they did a really good job of putting it in the film yeah. and starting a story mm-hmm. and catering to the fans and w- with everything between dialogue and action. Mm-hmm. It was and just I like was set pieces film. and like where they were and locations. Just like... I thinking back on it it's like i don't know what i would have done personally to make it better because i'm not artistic and so i look at it and i'm like that's probably the best someone can do with the material they're given and also making it accessible yeah and it was a beautiful film i think that's the best cgi i've ever Dude, seen yeah like when i talk about it like i just like random like my family members or friends that don't play it i'm like the spells in that movie are probably like some of the best spells i've ever seen portrayed it's like, I just don't know like how to even describe it. It's just very good CGI. Yeah, I think the CGI is the best CGI I've ever seen, for sure. It came out, I like the um, Medivh whenever he teleports. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, because it looks like it would in-game, but as like typical movie fashion, like spells that are pretty simple in-game take a lot more to do, but that's just how it goes. Yeah, and... and uh. The action and the fights were still great. I mean, when they do, yeah. when they do CGI fights, they can be kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. but it was still so good. It was like, even when you and I were watching it, it was so brutal. We were like, "Wow, that's crazy!" Yeah. Because most of the, if not all of the orcs, were like almost all CGI, right? They're, yeah, they were all CGI. Yeah, and so like when they were on screen with the humans and they were fighting, to me. I didn't really, I couldn't really tell. Like, it all seemed like they were fighting, and those fights were intense. Yeah, they were still really uh, well orchestrated, and you could definitely tell that uh, it was a human fighting, like, a real-looking orc in, yeah. like, in, there was, in Azeroth. There was definitely, like, some sort of struggle happening. <laughs> what do you think they're going to do with that sequel? Do you think they're going to try and wrap up the first three Warcraft movies, or... In the, in the next sequel? Yeah, because the director has said like he wants to make this a trilogy, and assuming the money flows, like it will be a trilogy. What do you think the trilogy is going to be like? Well, wouldn't it? Don't you think it'd be Warcraft two? The next movie, yeah. That's I think. I'm just wondering what you're thinking. I, yeah, I think it'd be Warcraft two. I mean, a little bit more of uh, Arthas. A little bit, just a tiny bit more. <laughs> Um, that's everyone wants because they've already created like the, 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 uh, the the humans and the orcs, mm-hmm. and they've already created the um, tension between both of them. Yeah, I think they're just gonna keep expanding on that, and it will be Warcraft two and, and a little bit of Warcraft three, and then Warcraft three will be the third movie. I hope so. I I don't really know exactly what they're gonna do with it. It um I hope it continues on with the story because spoilers for whoever 
cares enough but hasn't played the game like at the end of Warcraft 1 like the entire city of Stormwind gets overrun by the horde mm-hmm. and is completely destroyed so the Stormwind that we have in game now isn't the same Stormwind as the one we see in the movie mm-hmm. and that's why the one in the movie is this massive like miles and miles across whereas the one yeah. in the game is a lot smaller because it's not the same Stormwind so I don't know if they're going to go further away from the games or what, but... So the, the second one would be the second war. Well, because they still have to finish off the first war. Because the reason the second war happens is because of what happens to Stormwind. Like, in the first game, the Horde wins. The Horde really beats up the humans and destroys their city. And so the second game is about humans getting their revenge and then finally going into Outland and putting a stop to the orcs and whatever they were doing themselves. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah. They finally go into the dark portal. Exactly. And they they pretty much just uh, exterminate an orc clan. Yep, and they, like, capture, like, hundreds of orcs and make them, like, slaves and And then they arena. destroy the portal. Yeah, and that's where Thrall comes into play because then Thrall is like a slave and he is used as like a arena combatant. Ah, oh, that's right. All because of Warcraft 2. And then the third war takes place on Azeroth. Yeah. And they're tired of it. Yeah, it's like a uprising. Pissed. Yeah. I want to see something like that, but you know, I do want to see something like that. It'd be I think it'd be good to show um the the humans being just as monstrous as the orcs. Exactly. And that's you know, what just I think. as ruthless, just as bad as that's... the orcs. That's what I think the strength of Warcraft as a series is. Is like there is no good guy. Yeah, every it's a side constant has a every side is a villain, and every side goes as far as they can to get what they want done. And then it's got a whole bunch of awesome stuff in it. So much mm-hmm. cool lore. Yeah, it's huge. the The Blizzard uh, Warcraft lore is huge. Yeah, that's why like when I'm watching the movie and I'm like. I'm not upset by what they do with it because, like, thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't know where I would start. Like, how do you tell a story that takes place across thousands of years? Yeah, and not only that, but make it, like, appealing to <laughs> yeah. enough people, you know? And do it in about two hours. Like, yeah. <laughs> you tell me that, and I'm like, you're insane. There's, yeah, no, there's no way, way. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many... There's so many books alone on Warcraft. There's so many books. There's so many Wikipedia articles. It's like you I could know. spend hours just reading about it, and you're you're gonna barely scratch the surface. So that's why, like, I go in as a Warcraft fan without as much expectations as maybe like a regular person because I understand what they're trying to do. Yeah. And I know just from off the bat, it's like you're already doing a great job because it's. It's not an easy job. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went into it. I was going to be pleased pretty much. E- unless it turned out like Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, unless it was like just straight up wrong. Like I would have messed been everything pleased, up. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Because like you said, it's so difficult to cram all of that into two hours and make it appealing. Mm-hmm. I would have been happy no matter what. And it was a good movie, for sure. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. I've already watched it twice. I wouldn't mind watching it again. So, you know, and I got the soundtrack on final. It's Oh, really? It's uh, the same guy that makes the soundtrack for Game of Thrones. Oh, that's cool. Does this one, and I can definitely hear it. That's awesome. Yeah. 
That's cool. Yeah, I, I love the music in that movie. The music was great. They hired uh, if they hired the game the guy from Game of Thrones, then they made a good choice. I'm sure the second one will have even better visuals and audio. Mm -hmm. It'll just be better. It's gonna be good because it's gonna be better, especially because they're gonna have a they have an idea of what it's gonna make, and so they're probably gonna up the budget on top of that. Yeah, I think so. And they already pulled a they already pulled a bunch of fans from the movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, um, so we'll just wrap it up then, so thanks, you know, for coming along, and... Yeah, man, I'll see you in another, uh, 30 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see you after, once we're in triple digits, um, so yeah, we'll be back with our regular chess talk, I think, on the 21st is when we come back, so, yeah, just... I gotta uh, figure out how to play chess. <laughs> yeah. I know, a I know a little bit. Yeah, um, but not much. For those of you who made it all the way to the end, yeah, we didn't play chess at all. We've just been talking like a regular podcast. So there's that, and um, we'll talk to you guys soon. Cool. Thank you. Yep. See ya. See ya.